From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello, you are here on episode 193. Yes, by being here, you're showing yourself that this is what you value. You value the knowledge and tools necessary to strive for a better you. That's what you want, isn't it? To be better than you are? Well, welcome. That's my aim and goal of my channel, to provide you with the tools and techniques to get out of the worst hell imaginable. Now, I I was in that worst hell. I suffered from an anxiety disorder, but worst of all, I never thought I could change. I never thought I could achieve anything because throughout my whole life, I quit things all the time, whether it was growing up with sports, whether it was assignments in school. I just, I never pushed past the boundaries of my tolerance and I never proved to myself that I could be more. And so when I went through my anxiety recovery and discovered that there was more within me that I never knew existed, it's became my passion. And so now being a coach, I get to share and express this passion to you and to tell you that yes, you can get past those barriers, the barriers of, oh, I'll never change. Oh, I'll be stuck in anxiety forever. I'll be stuck in depression forever. I can never achieve what these people achieve. So thank you for being here. And before we dive into this powerful episode about the anxiety must do's and what I'm talking about today are these important qualities, but also steps that need to take place in your life in order for you to overcome something catastrophic like anxiety, an anxiety disorder, depression, being stuck. Now, this is a must-listen episode. I mean, all of my episodes are unbelievably powerful, and I recommend that you share them with someone you know to be suffering because you just might change their life as well. But in this episode, I'm talking about how you can start this recovery journey and then what you need to incorporate in your life and sacrifice in your life in order to get where you want to go. Before we dive in, I want to go over your comments on previous episodes because you always have something great to say. Uh, Starting with Shannon, She says, the part that really resonated with me, and she's talking about last week's episode. She says, the part that really resonated was when you talked about Jonah being thrown overboard. Admitting his mistakes and his lack of self-awareness and being thrust into a new adventure within his subconscious mind. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Like When I picked that 
story apart. I mean, it just blows me away how deep it is. And you say, truly eye-opening. Yeah, it is. Um, if you haven't listened to the episode, man, what a killer episode that was. Levetta says, could you tell more of these profound stories? Love the Groundhog Day interpretations, by the way. Yeah, Levetta, I love doing those. And the Groundhog Day movie interpretation was so fun to do because if you go watch them, I think it's episode 89, 90, 91. I did three of them. I think those are the episode numbers. But go back and watch those because when I did those, there was so much information packed in that movie that I did three episodes over an hour each episode. The movie has so much meaning and it lays out the path forward to get out of the the stuck loop you are in. So inspiring. I recommend those episodes. Now, the first big must-do in anxiety recovery is to first admit that your current functioning, your way of being, is not working out. That you must take some sort of action to seek solutions and that it is your responsibility. Admitting this truth, it can be an eye-opening experience for for people. It was for me that my dependencies on family, friends, substances, safety, it was only making me into a weaker person. So take on the responsibility within yourself that things are going to change only if I put in the work and not rely on any of these external crutches. The next anxiety must do is you must follow some sort of structure. You must follow a program to overcome the chaos of anxiety. A program, some sort of guide is necessary. So for me, finding someone who went through the same chaos as me, the same experiences, the same emotions, the same feelings, and who overcame those things, those problems, was huge, unbelievably huge, because I had a model. What did they do to solve that huge problem? And that's my aim with my channel. My channel is constructed, and I designed and formatted my channel and my videos and my podcasts as that structure to follow. So the more you listen to the podcast, the more you'll understand what's required to overcome anxiety. What are the techniques and tools necessary to overcome the problem? And I talk about my story all the time. I talk about my panic attack episodes. I talk about my anxiety, my dependencies, my social anxiety, all of these different parts of my past that kept me in that stuck dependent state. And I think that's useful because I hope that you can relate to that. And then I, and then by me telling you the tools, you can then 
use those tools to get yourself out of those ruts. And so you need guidelines and you need relatability, really important. And so a great story is one that expresses a great problem and what's required to overcome the problem. So trust in the process and follow in the footsteps of the problem solver. And I emphasize the word trust. Trust in the process. Because staying where you are is only staying in a sinking ship. You don't want to stay there. You want to get out of the ship, right? And that's a reference to last week's episode. The next must do when suffering from anxiety is you must learn to function even when you're feeling unmotivated, especially when you're feeling unmotivated. Success is when you stick to your routines and rituals, especially on days when you feel the most drained and unmotivated because you don't know how tough you really are or or how much you can bear until you get to your threshold of tolerance. Avoiding uncomfortable situations only make them grow in size and it shrinks your competency. That is the desensitization process. Confronting what you fear and building a tolerance until your feelings and emotions over the situation turn neutral or positive. And remember that the amygdala, your fight, flight, or freeze response, it works by associations. So if you associate a sensation as dread or a certain situation as dread and uncomfortable, you can make new associations between the situation and a different emotion, a different feeling. Because if you run away from the situation, you're going to attach so much dread and fear and anxiety towards that situation. But if you stay in the situation and prove to yourself that you can handle it, that you won't die, then new associations will emerge within the brain. Oh, I can handle this situation. And you shine a light on this new you. The next must do is you must incorporate empowering habits into your routine going forward. Habits that activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest system. This is the opposite of your anxiety response. This is the system where your immune functioning is working properly, your digestion is working properly, and your blood pressure is lowered, and you're feeling calm and centered, and your anxiety is a level three or four. Very low. Habits that build you towards your higher self is part of the parasympathetic nervous system, right? So habits like meditation 
exercise, walks in nature, deep breathing, uh, rejecting negative thoughts, engaging in positive thoughts, positive images within the brain, that activates your parasympathetic nervous system. So having a morning routine allows you to put the armor on and face any of the dragons that pop up during the day. So it's preparation, right? That's why when you look up to people, empowering people, you find out that they have rituals. They have routines for a reason, right? I have my morning routine for a reason. Because if I don't do my morning routine, then I won't be as prepared for the challenges I know to come throughout the day or that could surprise me. And yes, challenges have surprised me, but I am prepared enough for when they do to handle them with more mindfulness, with more awareness. Russell Brand says this, and it's so powerful. He says his morning routine is what's needed for him to feel remotely normal. And I think that's so true, right? Because if he didn't do his morning routine, then his mind would be more in chaos. It'd be more racing. Uh, He wouldn't be there for his children, his wife. Everything would be out of balance. So the more you give back to yourself, the more of a light, an influence you will you will be to the people around you. I notice that when my diet is working and I'm getting enough exercise, I'm getting enough sleep, I'm meditating deeply, which I do all of these things every day, I am more of a present and positive light to the people around me. I am more of an influence. And so what you put in is what you get out of it. So if you half-ass your recovery, you aren't going to get the results you need. So you push yourself to the edge of your tolerance, you will discover parts of yourself that you didn't know exist. And this is where enlightenment comes in. This is where you build on your bravery and your tolerance. And if you don't push yourself, you're not going to get the results. I promise you that. And I see it all the time. People lack in their habits. They stop journaling they stop meditating, they forget to meditate, and then they come and see me and they say, Brad, you know, I just can't seem to stick with it, my anxiety is getting worse. And so think of it like a garden, right? You neglect the garden, the weeds start to grow. That's it. You neglect the garden, the bugs start to come in and eat all of your crops and Things start to grow wildly and it's too chaotic. It makes sense. That's what's happening within the mind. If you don't maintain the garden, 
then what do you expect? Of course, it's going to get too chaotic. The next must is you must spend some quality time with yourself. Now, this goes with the last must. It's a habit, right? To spend that quality time with your yourself. And so you need to have that dialogue with yourself. How are you really? Anxiety sufferers are so disconnected with who they are. So practices like journaling, meditation, and sitting with yourself with no distractions are crucial. One of my favorite movies growing up is called Anger Management, one of my favorite comedies. And it stars Jack Nicholson, Adam Sandler, and I used to watch this movie over and over again. But really, Adam Sandler plays this character called Dave, who's struggling from anger issues. And he goes to an anger management group because he flipped out on an airplane. And the the doctor, uh, the, the lead, I guess, psychiatrist, doctor of the group is Jack Nicholson. Now, when Adam Sandler shows up to the group, Jack introduces Dave. And then he asks Dave in front of the group, Dave, tell us, who who are you? And Dave goes, well, I work here. I am this, and I, I live in Manhattan, and I like baseball, and I like... And then Dave, I mean, sorry, Dr. Buddy says, no, 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 not what you like and what you do. Who are you? And then Dave goes, okay, well, I like this food, and I... I like this type of woman or I like to drive this car. Or, and then Dr. Buddy goes, no, 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 not what you like, but who are you? And this goes on for a couple minutes. And then Dave goes, I don't know what you want me to say. He gets flustered. He gets angry. And when I watched this movie when I was younger, I was confused because I was like, yeah, what do you want him to say? I got angry at Jack Nicholson's character because I I was confused about the question. But now, if I was in Dave's shoes, I would have said, I'm consciousness. I'm awareness. But Dave's responses are coming from the ego, his attachment to things, who he thinks he is, right? His car is not who he is. His job is not who he is. He's awareness, isn't he? Or a better answer would be, I don't know who I am. At least he's being honest. right? He's living his life through attachments. The last must do is minimalism. Learn how to minimalize. This is unbelievably important because you're letting go of materialistic goods but not just that your emotional attachment over the items that you have now for me my room was a mess 
Now, the mess was a direct reflection to the state of my mind. And they are co-creating each other. What that means is when you walk into a room and you see obstacles like stuff in the way and you have to step over things and things are all over the floor, that's causing you negative emotion. Whether you know it or not, it is. Obstacles produce negative emotion. You go to look for socks and the drawer is unorganized. There's stuff everywhere. That's causing you more mental energy and time. Obstacle, obstacle. So what happens when everything's organized? Everything is in its right place, not requiring much mental energy. You can save that energy for other things throughout the day. You're saving the reservoir of your energy. So when you get rid of items, you are getting rid of the excess of information. And you will notice, trust me on this, you will notice a difference in your mental state. So let's lessen the obstacles. Go into your bedroom. What haven't you worn in the past six months? And you'll, you'll catch yourself wanting to hold on to the items. But choose one item a day for one month. And after that month, you'll have gotten rid of 30 items. And in the meantime, organize your room. Once you start, you will surprise yourself how much you will organize but also get rid of. And the feelings that accompany that, man, that's just self-evident. Positive, positive feelings. And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for being here. Make sure you share this podcast with others you know to be suffering and you just might change their life by doing so. And lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.